Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line, super busy hour. Lewis Riddick will join me in just a minute as we look ahead to an interesting NFL weekend that actually starts tonight with the Rams and the Patriots. Big game, both teams. It'll end on Monday. Lewis and our Monday night crew have a really good one. Baltimore and Cleveland and sandwiched in between. There are a lot of other interesting and important games. So we'll get to all of those. Plus, ESPN listed the top 100, ranked the top 100 players in the NBA. They released 10 through 1 this morning. I have a list of grievances, and I'll be asking for yours. We'll get to those. And then towards the end of this hour, I will tell you why this is a very special day for me. That and more. But right now, as I mentioned, it is my pleasure to bring in Lewis Riddick, our Monday Night Football analyst extraordinaire on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line, Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gas. Hello again, Lewis Riddick. Mike Greenberg, how are you, man? I'm excellent. All right, let's, let's go through a bunch of the stuff here. And, and I always like starting with you. With the Monday night game, you have Ravens-Browns this week, and that means I know you've been looking at a ton of tape. And I think this is fascinating um, because the game is so important for both teams and so many different ways. Tell me what you're seeing on the tape of Cleveland, which is a team that people are, I think, trying to make up their minds just how seriously to take them. What are you seeing? Well, starting offensively, since I think that's where everybody wants to know what's going on with Baker, how's he playing minute by minute, game by game. I think as long as the offense runs through the running game and plays to the strengths of that offense, which is the offensive line, and then uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt at running back, Baker looks even better. And that's not to say that the guy isn't talented, because he is. I mean, there's a reason why you get picked number one overall, and you don't just stumble into that because you have some unique skills. But when he is able to play a clean game and really be efficient on the football is when Kevin Stefanski keeps it about the offensive line in the running game. And right now they're doing that. And that's why they have been on this tremendous winning streak, albeit against, uh, let's just say, middle-of-the-pack competition outside of maybe Tennessee recently. But he, he looks good, and they look like a team that's playing very confident. And on the defensive side of the ball, they stepped up to the challenge last week in particular against the run against Derrick Henry, and they're going to need to do that again. In a different way, they're going to get attacked a different way this week uh, by Baltimore, but nevertheless, they're going to need to be very disciplined, very physical, very sound. Otherwise, you know what Lamar Jackson can do to you. So I think overall, this is, this is a statement game for sure for Cleveland. It's at home. It's on prime time. Everyone has had the questions about can they beat the big-time teams, the teams that are perennial contenders in their respective conference, and this is really that game for them. And given the history, obviously, between Cleveland and Baltimore and the move and all, and I was a part of that, I understand what all that means. This is big not not just for this team and for Baker Mayfield and Kevin Stefanski. This is big for the city in Cleveland. So, it couldn't. It couldn't. It doesn't get any better than that for us from a from a network perspective. Oh, I agree. And and just as a football fan, I'm looking forward to seeing it as a game that means everything. And of course, the Ravens are sort of hanging around the periphery of the playoff picture. It's a game they need as well. Next, I want to ask you about the game you just did. So on Monday night against a still formidable San Francisco defense, they've lost a lot of parts obviously this year to injury, but that's still mm-hmm. a pretty good defense. I mean, Josh Allen put on a show. And, and I feel like there have been many, and, and candidly, I will admit that I think I've been one of them, 
who've been somewhat hesitant to buy fully into him. And that game really mm-hmm. opened my eyes. So you tell me, as, as one who, like, you were way ahead on Patrick Mahomes and a lot of other I'm not mm-hmm. trying to suggest that Josh Allen is that. But what yeah. is he? What is Josh Allen right now? He, he's someone who, whose arrow is pointing straight up as far as his level of play from week to week. And I, I, maybe I shouldn't say straight up. It's stair-stepping up at a very steep rate is, what, is kind of what I should say. Because he now he'll have his moments as he did in previous weeks, and namely the week before against the Chargers before they played the 49ers, where you know, when you have those lapses where you, you know, you're not good with ball security and maybe some decision-making, putting yourself in harm's way outside the pocket like he tends to do because he's such a big, strong, physical guy. Outside of those moments, though, this is a guy who right now worked very hard this offseason to stay consistent with what he needs to stay consistent with to play at a high level. And by that, I mean his decision-making has become consistent because mentally he's able to stay in a place where he stays dialed in. His mechanics have become consistent because he, along with his throwing coach, Jordan Palmer, out there in California, worked tirelessly on making sure that he – he was sequencing his, his mechanics in the way that, needed, that it needed to be, meaning his feet, then his hips, then his torso, then his arm. And if you watch him in previous years, when he got out of that sequence, when it wasn't all firing properly, is when he said the ball would just start spraying all over the place and people would go, there's the, there's the Josh Allen from Montana, can't improve his accuracy, can't keep control of the football. Well, he's worked on that. And you see, I mean, his, his completion percentage is up a full 10 percentage points this year. And that's a direct result of the work he's put in. It's a direct result of Brandon B., the GM, bringing in a guy like Stephon Diggs, a guy like Cole Beasley taking another step up. Their draft pick, Gabriel Davis, um, from, uh, I think he's from South Florida, I believe. That's mm-hmm. where he's from. Or Florida Atlantic, one of those two. Gabriel Davis has taken a step forward. Their running game is strong. Sean McDermott has kind of told Josh Allen, just kind of like let your wings go. Just just go ahead and play free out there. I've got your back. Let your let your swagger show through. Let your confidence show through. And right now, Greeny, when you have your, the physical ability and then your mind is allowed to kind of play free like that because people are giving you the green light, you just take off. It doesn't matter if it's football. It could be radio. It could be TV. It could be anything. When people give you that kind of confidence, you take off. And right now, Josh Allen looks so calm and so confident and this team is playing such great complimentary football. I think they're the second-best team in the AFC right now. Hmm. I think it's them and it's Kansas City. I, I expect them to be on a collision course in the AFC, to the AFC Championship. Lewis Riddick with me on ESPN Radio on the Shell Penzoil Performance Line. Greeny with you, presented by Progressive Insurance. Next place I wanted to go with you is, is the NFC East, which is completely upside down. We began the season talking about the Eagles and and, and could Carson Wentz be an MVP candidate? We were talking about the mm-hmm. Cowboys and with their new coaching staff and, and, and drafting C.D. Lamb, were they now a Super Bowl team? And those two teams have fallen apart completely. And the Giants mm-hmm. in Washington, who were both left for dead midway through this season, have really shown you great signs of life as the year has gone on. Let's talk about them. What are you seeing from those two teams? And, and what does it say to you about them, the way they've managed to put their seasons together? Yeah, I think inside the locker rooms of those two teams, the um, the competitive and personal character of those two teams is shining through right now. So by that I mean, like the Giants, they obviously have a locker room that's very resilient and has stuck together through some very trying times, both on the field when they're not having success, 
off the field when people are just badgering them and bashing them and saying that, you know, they're not worth a damn and that there's going to be turnover again. The GM may be sent, sent out. Is Joe Judge the right guy, et cetera, et cetera. They just stuck together. And now the talent, again, because they start, they're starting to believe in one another, they're starting to show through. They have a pretty darn good defense. A defense that went up to Seattle last week and totally had Russell, you know, looking around going, what the heck is going on? Like, what, like, why am I not able to play like Russell Wilson? Why am I not able to just rip these guys apart like I rip apart everyone? Daniel Jones is a guy who continues to grow and continues to get better and better. No Saquon Barkley, what happened? Wayne Gallman is a guy who right now, Jason Garrett, has turned into a quality starting running back in the NFL because he's stuck with him. The guy is mentally resilient. They're, they're just showing what, who, who they are in the locker room. The Redskins... The, the Washington football team, mm-hmm. exactly the same. Competitive character. Alex Smith, there's no better story in all sports. This guy, since he got put into the lineup, since he started playing, it seems like the whole team is just inspired and plays inspired football just like him. On top of the fact that on the defensive side, they've got first-round pick after first-round pick after first-round pick on the D-line. And so those guys, you, you saw what Mike Tomlin said, how they had him on uh, – on the NFL films inside the NFL clip where he told um, um, Chase, Chase Young, Young, he said, I don't want to ever be so bad to where I'm in a position to draft a guy like you. I don't want to <laughs> have to lose 12, 13 games to get a hold of a guy like you because he knows how special that, that kid is. And those guys are taking over now. They, they just are. They're carrying their football teams individually. Collectively, the competitive character is shining through. And that goes a long way, man, in the NFL. It just does. I mean, there's, there's small gaps between the teams that are perennially 7-9, and 8-9, and 7-7. There's small gaps, and usually it's mental is what separates them. And these teams have that mental makeup. They have the mental makeup that they know they're, they're deficient in some areas from a pure skill standpoint, but they have the right mental makeup. And that's what you're seeing come through in a season where you better have that. You better have that mental toughness, or at some point, all the pressure that this pandemic puts on you and trying to stay safe and trying to keep from testing positive and all, it's going to break you down and weigh on you. And those two teams right now, they're powering right through. And that's why, like as we said on your show this morning, don't count them out if they get into the playoffs because we know it's just a sudden-death tournament. All you have to do is have one bad game, and that team, one of those two teams could rise up and beat you, and you're sitting there going, what the hell happened? They're not better than us, but that's all that. That's all it takes is one bad game. Completely with you, Greeny and Lewis Riddick. One more thing for you, saving. I think the the most interesting for last. Um, I was taken this morning by. I, I made the comment here that Adam Schefter lives to shoot down my theories. You know, I'm a talk show host and he's a reporter, so I'll throw all these things out there. And so when when not only didn't he shoot down the Dak Prescott conversation we had today, but instead went the other direction and said. Dak Prescott will be the most interesting offseason storyline in the entire NFL. I realized I was onto something. So, Lewis, let me finish with that. What? How do you see that playing out now into the future with Dak Prescott and the Cowboys, and I guess maybe the rest of the NFL? Yeah, I, that's a, it's intriguing. I could see it going. Either, however, it goes. Let's put it this way. However, it goes, it's just going to be it's going to be a home run for Dak. Okay. Because if he gets franchised again, if Dallas says, you know what, we cannot afford to lose him at all, and we can't strike a long-term deal with him, we have to franchise him again. And at the 2021 franchise number, that means his two-year cash haul is 
just a smidge below seventy million bucks. Is that not winning? If you're Dak Prescott, yeah, that's winning. I'll take seventy million in cash and two. Yeah, I'm good. If they are to start, sign into a long term deal, something that he says, okay, I'll take that. He's going to win there too because that means they went and they met his price demand. Because if they don't meet his price price demands and they don't franchise him, that means I'm hitting the market. I'm hitting the market as a young quarterback who everyone has shown not only am I valuable on the field because of the way I was tearing it up before I got hurt, but you can see how my football team cratered when I wasn't there from a, from a leadership standpoint. Everyone, every team would line up to just back up the Brinks truck to sign him. He has it all going for him right now. He just needs to keep getting himself healthy, stay on track with his rehab, and Greeny, you're going to want to be Dak Prescott in 2021. And that's I mean, how, how, how often does it happen that you're not doing anything? You got hurt, but your value is skyrocketing. That's not too bad. You know you're doing things the right way when that happens. You played it the right way when that happens. And if you're Dallas, you're going, just like you've talked about many different times with different people on the show, Dallas played this wrong because now they're up against it and they know it. It'll be interesting to see what they decide to do about it. Then Lewis Riddick and the crew with Monday Night Football this week, Baltimore and Cleveland in what should be a really good game. Thank you so much, Lewis. Looking forward to watching it. I'll see you next week. You got it, man. Thanks. All right, so Lewis Riddick with me here on ESPN Radio. Let me remind you of two things really quickly while I can here. And, and well, the first of them is that this show is a podcast. While I would love you to hang out with me for two hours every day, I understand you have a life. So if you ever miss anything, the show was called Hashtag Greeny. They take each hour, they make it its own individual podcast, and you can find it anywhere you listen to your podcasts. The other thing I want to remind you of is this is V-Week, and that during these challenging times, not only does our fight against cancer, ESPN and the V-Foundation, not only doesn't it stop, but it becomes all the more important during this time, because so many other people aren't focused on it. So we need to, and we need you to help us. If you are able, please support Cancer Research by visiting v.org slash donate. 100 cents of every dollar that you give goes directly towards fighting cancer. Okay, uh, Bubba, give me I'm sorry what? 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 Every now and again, you'll see something or hear something, and the only response you can have is I'm sorry what? And today's edition... Let me just present it to you without comment. So today is the day that every team is announcing who its nominee is for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. It is one of the most prestigious awards the National Football League has. Walter Payton, if you're not old enough to remember him, is one of the great players and great humanitarians in league history. We lost him very young, and they named this award after him for community service, people who have done the most great work in the community. Every team puts up a nominee, and then at the Super Bowl, they announce the winner of the award. And it is, it is probably, as in its own way, as prestigious award as the league has. It's like MVP and the Walter Payton Man of the Year because it represents Walter and it represents so much more, um, you know, your contribution, basically, as a human being. And anyway, every team names its nominee. And today it was announced that the New York Jets nominee for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award is Pierre Desir, who is a cornerback who they cut in November. The deadline for the nomination predated his release. So the player that the Jets have nominated for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award 
the player of the player they're basically telling you they are the most proud of for all the great things he has done is now on the Baltimore Ravens. The Jets cut him in the middle of November. Now, there were any number of reasons why they cut him, but none of those really matter. The point is, when you, when you announce the nominees for Walter Payton Man of the Year and yours is someone that you cut on November 18th, it's going to inspire a lot of people to say, I'm sorry, what? And again, they, he was a free agent signing. He did not play well. He wasn't going to be a part of their plans. To some degree, you could say they did him a favor by letting him go try and catch on somewhere that had a chance to win this year. But the larger issue is, when those just were announced, it, it certainly feels awfully strange. All right, Greeny with you on ESPN Radio. So the words check Woge were just spoken in my ear, which means that Adrian Wojnarowski has tweeted something that I'm going to want to share with you. And here it comes. All st- 56 seconds ago, all-star forward Paul George has signed a maximum contract extension with the Los Angeles Clippers that will guarantee him as much as $226 million over the next five years. His agent Aaron Mintz of CAA Basketball tells ESPN. It goes on. The Clippers are extending George's contract for an additional four years, $190 million on top of the money he already had for this season. He'll have a new player option before another year way down the road. Again, the headline here, maximum contract extension for Paul George in, L- in L.A., according to Woj. So there is a Woj bomb, not a surprise, uh, an obvious move for the Clippers to make, but they keep their core of, of George and Kawhi together after the disappointing Quick exit from the playoffs last year when they blew a 3-1 lead to Denver. And when I say last year, of course, I mean like eight weeks ago. <laughs> um, and and we will see what they're able to do going forward. So there's your breaking news. Uh, with that thought in mind, actually, we will get to the NBA stuff here after I very quickly tell you that it is your last chance to give a great holiday gift. And Dell has big savings on XPS and Alienware computers with Intel Core processors and top brand electronics like Samsung plus free shipping. Just call 800 by dell That's 800 800- by Dell. Okay, so I told you we got NBA stuff to do here with the news about Paul George. You may say to yourself, well, how close is Paul George to being the best player in the NBA? And the answer is not all that close, at least according to ESPN. So ESPN has put out its own list of the top 100 players in the league in order, ranking them one through 100. And those always generate an enormous amount of conversation. And uh, this morning, they they released 1 through 10. So let me read them for you here. I'm not going to go in reverse order. Let me just give it to you from the top. The number one player in the NBA, according to our rankings, is LeBron James. The number two player is his teammate, Anthony Davis. The number three player is Giannis Antetokounmpo. The number four player is Luka Doncic. The number five player is Kawhi Leonard. The number six player is Kevin Durant. Number seven is Dame Lillard. Eight is Steph Curry. Nine is James Harden. And 10 is Nikola Jokic. Now, the, the, the rankings uh, 11 through 100 had already been released, and we can run through a little more of that as we go. But that's the top 10 in the order in which they were placed. For those of you who hadn't had a chance to see that yet, again, they came out this morning, uh, this list, the top 10 came out this morning. And, and the first thing I will say is that I'm glad to see LeBron is number one. I think that is the right decision. I know that it has become fashionable 
to put people ahead of him, but he proved to you last year in the bubble that he remains the best player in the world if you were to find the best player in the world by the one likeliest to lead you to a championship, which is the only ranking that really matters. But coming up next, we will do the airing of grievances, which means I will tell you the issues I have with this list, and you can tell me the issues you have. My number is 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. The tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about it. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. All right. The airing of grievances is a tradition unlike any other here with me, Greeny, on ESPN Radio. And today, as I prepare to take your grievances here, they are all going to come from ESPN's NBA rank. We rank the top 100 players in the NBA in order. And let me very quickly go over the rankings again in case you haven't seen them. 10 through 1 was released this morning. LeBron James is number 1. Anthony Davis is number 2. Giannis is 3. Luka Doncic is 4. Kawhi is 5. KD is 6. Damian Lillard is 7, ahead of Steph Curry at 8, and James Harden at 9. And then Nikola Jokic is at number 10. Very quickly, in case you hadn't seen them, Jason Tatum was 11, Jimmy Butler 12, Bam Adebayo 13, Joel Embiid 14, Chris Paul 15, Ben Simmons 16, Devin Booker 17, Donovan Mitchell 18, Zion at 19, and Paul George, who just got the Supermax extension in L.A., is at number 20. Again, you go on ESPN Plus and you can see the top 100 in order. So I asked my staff, because I had other things going today and I didn't have time to organize my thoughts and put together my grievances, I asked them to send me their grievances and I thought that I could analyze those and frankly, they stink. So I'm looking forward to your grievances because theirs aren't good. Here's the first one they sent me. So who wants to own up to this one? Nuno, Bubba, Devin, you tell me. Someone wrote here, Giannis at number three. If you want to give LeBron the top spot, that's fine. But putting AD ahead of Giannis, that's a grievance. Who, who's, whose is that? Because that, was, that was mine along with Nuno. Devin, yes. All right, Nuno and Devin have a problem with that. So I'm asking you the question. If you were starting a team right now and your objective was to win a championship, you would start it with Giannis ahead of Anthony Davis? Yes, because LeBron's not coming with them. Mm, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I think that Anthony Davis proved himself last year 
to be dependable in the biggest of moments, which I think is still a question about Giannis, whose game is limited. Now, you, to your point, if you were to put LeBron on a team with Giannis, all of Giannis's weaknesses would become irrelevant, and that's probably true of Anthony Davis as well. Okay, I'm going to buy it as a grievance. I don't share it, but I'm going to buy it as a grievance. You, you explained it well, Nuno. That's well done. The next one, who sent me the following grievance? Harden at nine behind Curry and Lillard. Who is it that is arguing for Harden ahead of Curry and Lillard? Who's this, is, this is another joint one between me and Nuno. Okay, so this is Devin, and, and, and you're telling me, tell me why you believe that James Harden should be ahead of Steph Curry or Damian Lillard. I don't. I don't think Harden gets the respect he deserves just from the scoring output. And also, I mean, Curry was was hurt most of last year. So, I mean, I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I think I think just Harden with the scoring output, he he deserves more respect. Uh, well, I mean, look, it is a lot of respect to be considered one of the ten best players in the world. James Harden's flaws are very much. I, I will just say this. The objective to me of putting together a basketball team or of selecting players, or in this case for me of this list, is who do you want on your team if your objective is to win a championship? It has become a sport where that's the only thing that matters. Steph Curry and Dame Lillard, in my opinion, are both players I would take ahead of James Harden for that. No question. To me, it's not even that complicated. In fact, I know a lot of people are complaining about Steph, about Lillard being ahead of Steph. I love it. I think Lillard is unbelievable. If anything, I think you could move Steph, uh, Damian Lillard higher on the list, meaning a lower number than seven rather than further away from number one. Those are some of the grievances that I've heard so far. Let me come to yours at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. The airing of grievances begins now on ESPN Radio. Bubba, who's up first? Yeah, first we have Mike. Mike, you're on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Air your grievance. Yeah, so going off the criteria that you've laid out, I don't understand how you have how ESPN has 11 guys ahead of Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, make your case for Butler. He's the leader of the gift. Okay, yeah, we seem to be losing you there, Mike, but thank you for the call. Um, Jimmy Butler at 12. So let's go through the players ahead of him. Who should Jimmy Butler be ahead of? Should Jimmy Butler be ahead of Jason Tatum? I'm going to say no. I love Jimmy Butler, but I think Tatum is an MVP waiting to happen. Should Jimmy Butler be ahead of Nikola Jokic? I'm going to say no. Should he be ahead of James Harden? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say I'm just fine with Jimmy Butler where he is. I think Jimmy Butler is in exactly the right place. I think Jimmy Butler is 12 is the perfect place for him. Again, it sounds like you're dissing a person to say he's the 12th best basketball player in the world. Let's see who we have next. Bubba, who's up on the Dr. Pepper call in line? Yeah, Tim is up. Tim, air your grievance. You have a problem with um, Anthony Davis being number two based on what? your rationale because if you take the team, the person who will make the, um, the team the championship contender, then Anthony Davis will definitely go way lower than two. You would put um, uh, Durant at number two, and then you would probably put um, uh, Kawhi at number three before you even think about Anthony Davis. You know, that's a good call. I would put Kawhi ahead of Anthony Davis. I like that one a lot. I would go Kawhi ahead of Davis. 
The only question on Durant is whether he comes back 100%. 100% of Kevin Durant also definitively goes ahead, not only of Anthony Davis, but I think ahead of Kawhi. The question is, and, and to me, I would put them all right now using this as the criteria ahead of Giannis. The question is, does Anthony Davis go behind all of those? And where does Luca go? We should make our own list. That's what we need to do to come up with the official hashtag Greeny list based upon this audience's calls, because those are two excellent ones. Right now, I think I'm leaning towards LeBron one, Kawhi two, KD three. And then it's a question of Luca, AD, and Giannis. What order do they go in? That's interesting. Let's try the next call and see what we have. Bubba, who's our next griever? Yeah, let's try Jeffrey. Jeffrey, what's your grievance? Uh, my grievance is Kevin Durant, even actually being on the list, considering that he didn't play a full season. He's 30-something years old. Um, he's coming off of a major Achilles injury. So if I'm starting a team... I'm probably not going to pick him out of the people on the list because I wouldn't go with somebody that uh, is coming off a major injury over the other nine or ten people on the list. Well, that's fair. Look, here's the deal. We don't know. I'll read you what they wrote about him on ESPN+. Just how good is Durant 18 months after suffering an Achilles rupture during his final game? That is one of this season's swing questions. Players coming off the same injury have been noticeably less effective than projected upon their return, and KD was already likely to experience some decline in his early 30s. At the same time, when last we saw Durant fully healthy in the first two rounds of the 2019 playoffs, he was making a case as the league's most dominant individual force, and reports from players who have played with him during rehab have been encouraging. Look, I I believe Kevin Durant deserves the respect based upon his history to be where he is on this list. In fact, as I just said, I think I'd put him even higher. And I do not think I'd be worried about decline in his early 30s. LeBron James is number one on this list, and he's going to be 36 in, at the end of this month. So I, I, I think KD is reasonably placed right where he is. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to leave it there for the moment. But I think what we're going to do is we're going to find some way to put together our own list for tomorrow because it's fun, and I'd like to hear what the audience thinks of it. This is Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive's home quote explorer is changing the way you buy home insurance. Now you can go online, get a custom quote, save both time and money, learn more at Progressive.com. That wound up being more fun than I thought it was going to be. Let's set aside some time tomorrow to do a little bit more. In the meantime, coming up next, I will explain to you not only why this is such an important day to me, but tell you all the history behind it. I promise you're going to love it. That's next. This is ESPN Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, 
H-E-L-P.com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, so today is the 10th of December, which is a very big day on the calendar in the Greenberg household uh, today. And this is going to freak out a lot of people who have been with me this long, because you might remember when we announced this on Mike and Mike, but it was on this day 18 years ago that my son Stephen was born. And so he is 18 today. Happy birthday to my little pal who is, as I always say, I never knew how much fun sports could be until I started watching them with him. And so it's just my son's 18th birthday today, and we will have a, a very small uh, celebration uh, this evening at home, just his mother and his sister and his dog and me. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. But, you know, the story of the day he was born is really a great story. And I haven't done a lot of this since I've been back on the radio so I will share this with you. And, and again, some of you will remember this, but it's 18 years now. So I'm guessing not many. So it was a Tuesday and I was driving home from work. This was in the very early days of Mike and Mike. And I'm in the car on my way home from work. And my wife, Stacy, calls me. I happened to be on the phone with my agent at the time, I recall. And Stace calls me. She's eight and a half months pregnant. And she calls me. And, and when I see that it's her on the phone, I think, oh, my goodness. You know, I wonder if something is going on and something was going on but not what I expected. She says, Michael, the septic has backed up into the dishwasher. You need to deal with this. I'm going to get a pedicure. That was verbatim what she said. So, of course, now I'm trying to deal with that. So I hang up with her and I'm on the phone now with the plumber, the person who's going to come and deal with this thing. And um, as this is going on, as I'm talking to the plumber, I make arrangements for the plumber to come to the house and then my phone rings again, and it is Stacy again. And she says, meet me at the hospital. The baby's coming today. So now I'm going to the hospital while the plumber is going to the house to deal with the septic backing up into the washing machine. So I call my parents and I ask them to go to my house so that they can, A, keep an eye on the baby. We had a two-year-old at the time, our daughter Nikki. And also to deal with this plumber who is going to be there looking at the washing machine and figuring out what to do. So now I'm in the hospital and Stace is going to have the baby. And I'm in the room. And my only experience with this previously was with our daughter, as I just mentioned, two years before. And that took some time. Like, so, so, so that was sort of an all-day experience. So I was kind of just getting myself settled in. You know, I, thought, I, I figure we're in this thing for the long haul. Stace is in the bed. She's doing what, you know, it's what she's doing. I'm, I'm just sort of off being irrelevant. Uh, I'm, I'm definitively north of the equator. As I've said many times before, I'm up in Montreal. I'm not going anywhere down there south of the, I'm staying out of Brazil. I'm not anywhere. I'm not interested in what's happening in Buenos Aires. I am north of the equator all the way. So I'm up there and I'm, I am dealing on the phone with this plumber who is in my house telling me that in order, I'm going to have to replace the entire septic system, which is going to cost a fortune in this incredibly old house that we lived in at the time. And I have to give him the okay. 
And as I'm making up my mind as to whether or not to do that, I hear the doctor say, one more push and the baby is coming. And I say to the plumber, can you hold on a minute? And I turned to the doctor and I said, what did you just say? And the doctor said, yeah, the baby is coming right now. I thought I had hours. So I say to the plumber, I'm going to have to call you back. So I hang up the phone. I come over and like 30 seconds later, our son Stephen is born. There's much rejoicing. There's much hugging and shedding of tears. And within a minute, my phone rings again and it is the plumber. And he doesn't know that what's going on and he needs to know if he's going to do this work or not. So I say to the plumber, are my parents in the room? And he says, actually, yes, they are. And so I said to the plumber, can you do me a favor? Tell them it's a boy. And that is the story of how my parents found out that they had their first grandson. They have two more now. My brother and his wife have two boys. But that is the story of the day that Stephen was born. And that's how his grandparents found out that he was a boy. That was 18 years ago today. And he has made his mother and me proud beyond words that I could ever possibly come up with every single day since. So a very happy birthday to my best little pal. Thank you very much for spending this time with me. As always, again, the podcast will be up shortly. Hashtag Greeny. You can find it anywhere you listen to your podcasts. I've got the Patriots to beat the Rams tonight. Hashtag KOD. You know I'm always wrong. I'll see you tomorrow morning for Get Up and back here again on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can check out Greeny live weekdays at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. Also, don't miss Greeny on Get Up, weekday mornings at 8 Eastern on ESPN. This is Greeny, the podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.